0: Welcome to Dyscalculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about dyscalculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Dyscalculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at Discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Valentine's Day for mathematicians, dyscalculia activities, tools for dyscalculic cooking, how teachers can help children with dyscalculia. And teachers can cause math anxiety, which caused math achievements to go down. This is our podcast for week seven in 2022. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolier Services, to help us make sense of the links that we acquired this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me in this beautiful day.
0: Absolutely. Now, we have wonderful, wonderful, I mean, this is a celebration week with Valentine's Day and the first one is about valentine's day for mathematicians what can that be are we in love with math or what is this
1: yes obviously we are in love with math and particularly this one is a wonderful application made by Desmos uh, where they have a grid and people can make their own hearts arrows and balloons and um, add uh, sweet messages to it and then send it to their valentine. Well, you can imagine um, I did that too.
0: I keep looking at my email, I haven't seen anything coming yet, but that's okay.
1: Well, you need to be able to make the formulas. They will generate the forms of the heart. So it does take a mathematician to do this. Now very nice of Desmos to make this available and put it on an example also. So like I said, I personally used it and in general uh, we use Desmos a lot. Uh, also, the other links are great, in particularly the mathforeveryone.com, and then you write that with math with an S because it's from the UK, and 4 is the numeral four. you know, math people, numbers.
0: <laughs> it's wonderful. Our next link uh, says, discalculia uh, activities, what are those?
1: Yeah, this is also a nice page put together on a SwayDOT office office site, and they list some nice activities for children with dyscalculia. Uh, For instance, they have a number dance, so you have all those numbers on the floor, and kids can step on it. So they have some videos with a demonstration, and also uh, list some other sites where you can go for more games and activity. Well, it's it's not entirely clear to me yet uh, who has put this together, but from voice in the first video it, it seems like uh, it comes from overseas. So thank you for sharing.
0: Okay, well it sounds like good uh, resources and uh, certainly worth a visit. And uh, And people can find the link in the post that we made about it, right? Now, the next link talks about help with cooking for some people with dyscalculia. I think that that would be interesting and probably very necessary as well.
1: Yeah, and maybe sometimes uh, even a little bit risky. Yeah right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: right.
1: Well, um, this is from uh, geared for Dyslexia. And people with dyscalculia and people with dyslexia may struggle with basic math. So, when it gets to measuring and transitioning... Uh, a recipe uh, of calculating it to make it available for more or less people, that is obviously multiplying and dividing, uh, they will have a challenge. So this page provides links to uh, really good tools uh, like conversion charts to try to make the math um, out of the kitchen at least a little bit uh, easier to deal with. Um, so measuring with spoons and cups and so, that, mm-hmm. that, is, that is difficult for everybody it because is. it's a kind of um, not so easy uh, to use system. So they definitely need help with that. Um, we're uh, working uh, through our site, actually, Adult Discochilia, also on a video series about math in real life. And that video series will feature a video about math in the kitchen where we explain exactly how to change recipes for larger and smaller groups. So again, very useful to uh, look at this uh, link from Geared for Dyslexia.
0: Okay, okay. Well, the next link is about how teachers can help children with dyscalculia. What can they do?
1: Well, um, this is a, a, a page from um, Tess um, Magazine. And this is uh, their expert, uh, Rob Jennings speaking. And he explains first of all what dyscalculia is, and then also what teachers can do to help children with dyscalculia. Now, without going over all his explanation and tips, my uh, first tip that I selected here was um, you don't have to be an expert about dyscalculia, just refer to the experts. And he makes also great comparison of math with a Yenga tower. No matter how high you make it in terms of higher level math, if there are those little bricks or blocks on the bottom missing, it is going to be a tower that is wobbly and ultimately will uh, fall over. So I think that's a very good way of of explaining what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. So if teachers would just refer children with trouble in math quickly to the diagnosticians, instead of waiting and kind of um, dismissing the symptoms, we would get so much more awareness for dyscalculia. Now, today still, too many children get blamed for not being focused enough, not working hard enough, or not trying, or even being called lazy. And all those assumptions come before only the right choice, which is to look into uh, their um, math uh, abilities, and and maybe they have um, a real learning disability here. So refer it to an expert who can help you with that. And if an expert finds no evidence of dyscalculia. The teacher can go to the next stage and encourage them to work harder or have better focus or maybe uh, provide a little bit more practice questions with extended um, answers to work for, um, uh, but um, please give them the benefit of the doubt and do an assessment first. So I, I totally agree with that approach from um, Rob Jennings. We actually also have Three more options for teachers to become more proficient in dealing with dyscalculia. Um, ourselves, um, we have free webinars at webinars training uh, We have a short dyscalculia awareness training, and that is a discoculia We try to keep those links um, as simple easy. as possible. <laughs> and Obviously, uh, the whole course is at uh, to become a dyscochulia specialist, that is at dyscochulia tutor training. So um, please uh, consider this because there is a big, big need for uh, more help. Uh, there's so many students who struggle, so please consider this.
0: Well, that brings us to our last link, and it says that teachers can create mad anxiety. Is that true?
1: Yes, that is unfortunately true. And this is a a very good uh, research article in the Proceedings of um, National Academy of Sciences. And uh, uh, it was called uh, Teachers. Um, And actually also uh, parents... um, and too much parental involvement can cause um, math anxiety. So, in short, the research is um, from the University of Western Ontario in Canada, and it tells that um, teachers who have a higher math anxiety um, are influencing the students in their class, even without knowing it. Obviously, they don't want to do that um, on purpose, but it just happens. So uh, the researchers looked at what is contributing to that math anxiety uh, of the children in a class, and they found that the student's perception of the capability of the math teachers can create math anxiety. So if they think that their teacher is struggling in math, that uh, notice of struggling actually uh, is contagious, and, and they take that in. So uh, let me... Um, let me write the quote, uh, read the quote here. To better understand the contextual factors underpinning math anxiety, um, our colleagues analyzed data from a really large number of students, over a million, who participated in three large international studies of achievement. So every, the data were pulled. The study was, uh, like I said, uh, published in the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences, And they found that students in countries with higher levels of math anxiety of the teachers also and the parents tend to adapt that and achieve lower in math. So then it goes together. Sometimes the math anxiety precedes the lower math uh, achievement instead of the other way around, what is usually um, believed by most people. And the strongest predictor of math anxiety was how competent students perceived their math teachers to be. And those with less confidence in their teacher tended to feel more anxious. And being said, large amount of math homework is another factor that really contributed to the math anxiety. And then parental involvement in homework. Maybe the parents were uh, coming down on the students and also might try to explain it, but in a little bit different way, and that might have confused the students. So these two things contributed to um, uh, math anxiety. Now, there's really amazing findings, and schools would do well to take good note of this research and um, staff their math department accordingly. Now, the times that we can leave the math class to the gym teachers,
0: It's hopefully (laughs) longer. Those are longer, unless the math teacher or the gym teacher should have a math uh, degree.
1: Oh, and and there's another remarkable thing and a remarkable finding that now we're talking about uh, math anxiety, that it was not from this specific article, but that I definitely want to add is that also people who are good at math can have math anxiety. So, in a uh, study from 2018, They found that uh, 77% of students with uh, high math anxiety were actually um, normal to high achievers. So uh, please do not think that uh, math anxiety is only something that you see in uh, students who struggle in math.
0: So that's interesting. So it's a very complex issue.
1: It's a very complex issue, yes. It's and a very also, complex
0: issue. Uh, so you can get math anxiety when you're actually good at math, and also you can get math anxiety from your teacher because you think that your teacher is incapable, although the teacher may actually be capable.
1: Yes. Or, it is
0: the perception.
1: Or when there are, uh, in this uh, article they mention that it's definitely the perception of what the teacher um, knows about math, but we also know that if uh, math... If a teacher and particularly in the elementary grade in first and second grade if the teacher is not very comfortable with math and maybe has some math anxiety that sort of beams herself, out to the children that beams right. out and it beams out more to girls than to boys because remember if you are a girl in first and second grade who's your hero who's your role model the teacher and a lot of teachers are women so A lot of those girls, although they arrive in first grade with the same math achievement as the boys, during the first and second and third grade in elementary school, start to believe that um, math is not a girl thing.
0: It's a, it's a complicated uh, complicated uh, topic, definitely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for trying to clear this up for us. Thanks for all your insights. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services.com. And as we have said, she is trying to add 2022 new DiscoCulia tutors to our core of ambassadors for DiscoCulia this year. So please go to discoculiatutortraining.org.